Hello, boys and girls. It is your man, Doc Chocolates, and we are going to enter in to a bonus episode of the Bulls and Queens Swinger Podcast Experience for you. And as you know, those bonus episodes that we publish from time to time in the midweek is designed so that we can get you good, entertaining and informative content out there for your work week. So we get them out pretty quickly. And so we do limited editing just so that we can get it out quicker to y'all. So as we enter into this week, as I record this intro, it's actually the last Uh, day or last two days of the month in March. So you guys know that March is my favorite month just because, hey, it's the best month of the year. It's my birthday. Team Pisces, baby. So uh, that being said, you guys, please make sure you rate us, you review us, and you subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, on Spotify Podcast, on Google Podcast, or whatever platform you like to listen to us on. It really helps us in the algorithms and it helps to make sure that more sexy and handsome people all across the world will find the Bulls and Queens podcast. So give us a nice little five-star review. And before we get started, Started with uh, this episode with myself and my beautiful, sexy ass, lovely wife, Caramel. Mm. I want to talk about Will Smith, Chris Rock, and the slap that was heard across the world. So that happened on Sunday nights at the Oscars, Emmys, Academy Awards. I don't know what it was. I think it was the Oscars. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is not the slap because honestly I that was childish to me Uh, my personal opinion my two cents Uh, violence for the most part is never the answer but um, I could see where Will Smith was coming from just because they've had him and Jada have had a lot of people in their business over the past year or two but obviously one big component of why people were in their business besides them putting their their laundry out there into the public is because they were in an open relationship you know maybe they were maybe they weren't maybe they were doing it for a spell and they got out of it and honestly you guys i don't really follow all of that uh current events when it comes to the stars and whatnot but The thing that I think that we can all learn from that, those of us who are in the lifestyle or wanting to get into the lifestyle or exploring it, whether you're cuckold or you're a bull, you're a hot wife, queen of spades, stag, vixen, whatever label you want to put on yourself. I think one of the biggest things that we can learn from that incident is don't put your business out there on the streets unless you want other people to talk about it or rather yet let me let me revise that let me rephrase that don't put your business out there on the streets if you cannot accept other people talking negatively about it so for instance I put out a podcast. My wife puts out a a podcast or she shares with it with me. 
right? And so because of that, yeah, we're going to get a lot of positive accolades from people that are listening to it. But the bigger you get and the more fanfare you get or that comes to you, you're going to have haters. You're going to have people that talk shit. You're going to have people that troll you. It is what it is. That's the name of the game. And uh, even though we've only been in this public spotlight for the past three and a half months as I record this, uh, we've had a couple negative comments and, you know, communications with other people. And at the end of the day, it is what it is, you know, but uh, I invite that. I reply, God bless you. And I move on. You know, I love my haters, you know, because my haters become my congratulators. And I think that's the way that we need to look at haters in our life. But beyond that, you guys and ladies, uh, don't put your business out there on the streets. If you can't handle people throwing darts at you. Okay, so that's the one thing that I think we can learn from that. So here is that introduction and I will see you on the other side. You are now listening to the Bulls and Queens podcast where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls Queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off in a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen. Because here is your host, that super sexy, bold black man candy, Doc Chocolate. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? It is your favorite BBC male whore and play partner out of beautiful and sunny, awesome Las Vegas, Nevada. And I am coming at you with another bonus episode, which will likely be published midweek. So I hope everybody is doing well, no matter where in the world you are at. Today, I want to discuss something that is very, very, very important. So you guys know that sometimes I have these episodes where I just get really, really deep and I just say what's on my heart and we don't even talk about no any sexy stuff or anything like that. So no sex stories on here, I don't think. Uh, but this is something that's going to be very, very imperative for people that are in the lifestyle. They are playing. You're in non-monogamous relationship, open relationship, whatever you want to call it. I feel like we get so wrapped up in these titles sometimes. We're, we're a hot mess. So this is just a blanket statement for everybody that's operating or playing within the lifestyle. So we're going to talk about taking breaks in the lifestyle. And when I say taking breaks in the lifestyle, I mean taking an extended time away from your playtime activities in the lifestyle so that you can recharge and you can get back to yourself 
whether it's spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, or whatever the case is, okay? And I personally think that it is very, very healthy and it's very imperative that we all take breaks and seasons away while we're playing in the lifestyle so that it doesn't consume us, if that makes sense. Because when you think about it, lifestyle at its core essence, it is something that is so pleasurable, right? And it is something which, because it's pleasurable, we have to take it in certain dosage amounts, okay? So, like, you guys all know or likely know that I used to be a fitness trainer back in the day, all right? And um, you can eat ice cream. You can eat cookies. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you eating cake or a bag of Cheetos. You just can't do it every day, okay? You can't. <laughs> you just can't do it three meals a day, all right? Uh, otherwise, you're gonna have very, very bad effects, right? So I, for one, I love McDonald's french fries. I love cookies. I love, uh, you know, you throw some ding-dongs in front of me, I will smash the hell out of some ding-dongs, okay? I mean, not penises, but I'm talking about the actual ding-dong, ding-dongs, you know, the hostess ones. Okay, I digress. But you guys know what the hell I'm talking about. I know <laughs> I'm hearing some of y'all like, <laughs> Doc chocolate like ding dongs. <laughs> Y'all calm the hell down. All right. So, <laughs> but you just can't have those things every day. And you have to be measured in your approach to intaking it and having it be in your life. And I personally feel the same is true about the lifestyle. So the lifestyle is good, but you just can't do it every day. Okay, or <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to consume you. And so life as a whole, ladies and gentlemen, is all about balancing and rebalancing. And it's always an act and it's always something that you need to do or we need to do from time to time, because sometimes we may be overbalanced in one area of our life that's vital for us. And then we put more time and resources and energy into another area. And then we're like, oh, shoot, we're spending way too much time over in this area. So we got to kind of balance things out. Right. And so this is all what life is all about. And if you're past the age of 40, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? And so my breaks in the lifestyle have happened. And I'm going to go on to say why. I feel we need breaks and what different components you'll likely need to take a break from the lifestyle on. But uh, I feel like depending on how often you play, you know, for some people, you may play once a month or you may play twice a month or you may play every weekend or some of y'all are playing every day. Okay. I, I can't make any judgments. I can't tell you how often you should play or should not play. I know for me, I'm good playing once or twice a month in the lifestyle. Okay. That's me. Okay. Now, if I go further than that, then I start to feel overwhelmed. Okay. Uh, some of you guys may be different. Okay. Some of you guys may play once a year or once a quarter. Okay. But you just have to f 
find what feels good for you and what feels good for you and your partner if you're a couple. Okay. So that being said, uh, ladies and gents, I've had uh, three, I've had three seasons and away from the lifestyle and breaks that I've taken away from the lifestyle during my six year journey in the lifestyle. Okay. So I, we, myself and Caramel, we started venturing into the lifestyle around 2016. And as I record this, it's 2022. And so my first uh, break of the lifestyle came in 2017. And this happened because my dick stopped working. Okay. So uh, it was very embarrassing. You know, I had my little ED problems and I'm going to be that guy. I'm not going to be shy about talking about shit. You know, you guys know me. I will talk about everything under the sun. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I had myself some erectile dysfunction issues and it lasted about three months, I want to say, approximately back in 2017. And what happened was I was fairly new in the lifestyle. I'd been in it for about a year and a half, year, year and a half. And, you know, as a bomber from Black and Kinky Lifestyle says, I was over there slanging dick. <laughs> I, was having, I was slanging dick all over the place, right? And uh, if you're a woman, I was probably slanging dick to you, too. <laughs> And so anyways, what I found happened, you guys, was my erections started being intermittent, meaning, you know, sometimes I could get it up and then other times I could not. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And, you know, I uh, had communications with a good lady friend of mine uh, who was uh, at that time she was one of my regular play partners. And she just told me, she said something to the effect of, baby, you just have to like take a break, right? And so I just took a break and for about maybe two months and then I was good. You know, my dicks started working again, okay? And and then I also like reassessed uh, who I would play with. So I stopped being like, you know, a total hoe and just like fucking everybody. All right. So, and then my next, uh, my next vacation, let me not say vacation, but my next break that I had in the lifestyle happened the next year in 2018. And 2018 for me was a very, very, very bad year. It was very depressing, like literally on all aspects. I felt like I was fighting a war. How many of y'all have ever felt like in your life, you know, you've had those years where it's like a forgettable year. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wish I could put 2018 in the, in the bag and forget about it right or 2020 you know or whatnot right and so back in 2018 it started off at the top of the year and so I actually linked up with a lady at a uh, trailer park and <laughs> one of my friends when I told him uh, what happened afterwards he was like yeah I don't uh, link up with chicks in trailer parks anymore no offense if you live in a trailer park but uh, <laughs> I would get a lot of hate mail from trailer park folks now but um anyways i met with this lady in the in her trailer park home 
And, you know, she had uh, latex sensitivities. So she wanted me to pick up some some latex free condoms. And so usually with latex free condoms, if I uh, when I do have them, I always have uh some latex free condoms. I use skins condoms, S K Y N S. And they are really, really good, uh, comfortable. They're high quality and all that, you know, they're a little bit expensive, but you know, you get what you pay for. That's what I believe. And so anyways, I was, uh, I stopped in a, like a sex store that was like right across the street from where this uh, lady in the trailer park lived at. And the only non-latex that they had was uh, Trojan and it was like the skins or the super thin, ultra thin condoms, I believe it was. But anyways, I've used like regular Trojan like bare skin condoms before in the past. And I actually love those. I love those. Uh, Those work like a champ. Okay. But um, latex free, you know, I saw that they had a latex free, you know, ultra skin or whatever the hell it was called, uh, bare skin, thin, whatever it was called. Right. So I bought some and I bought like a pack of, I think, 10 or how many ever come in a package. Right. And so anyways, I went there and, you know, me and this lady, we had some incredible sex. I mean, like it was very wild. It was very kinky. She was very, very sexual. And, uh, we, <laughs> yeah. And shoot, it started off good. The nights, you know, she, uh, fried me up some chicken and I'm not sure if she fried me up some chicken cause I was black, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's so racist. Uh, it's, it's funny how uh, <laughs> I'm not saying she was racist, but uh, if you guys don't know, like people always uh, try to say that black folks always eat fried chicken and watermelon and all that stuff. And I remember my friend and I, uh, he's also black. Uh, we were working in a, in a deli and this was back in 98, I want to say. And we were both young. We were like both teenagers. And so, you know, we, we used to make jokes about that, right? You know, like stupid jokes that we probably shouldn't have been making. And so anyways, the lady who was the manager at the time, the deli manager, she, she, she was a white lady, a uh, real nice looking white lady. And, uh, uh, she was like, uh, she overheard us talking about, you know, fried chicken and, you know, being for black folks. And she was like, what are you talking about? Fried chicken is just for black folks. She was like, us white people like fried chicken too. We like fried chicken more than you black folks do. And we were like, no, you don't. That's our food. Stop trying to take our food from us. And so we just all had a big old laugh about that. But anyways, (laughs) everybody likes fried chicken. So uh, anyway, she made me a really, really nice meal, right? And so anyways, we start to... uh, have sex and you know we're just playing and having a really good time and then the condom tears and i was like oh shit you know and she's really really wet she's really really juicy uh you know feels really really good too and so anyways you know i'm just like oh well that sucks you know and i throw on another condom right and then that tears right and then you know uh, i put on another condom and then like i literally went through like maybe three or four ripped condoms and now that i think of it i think the reason why it tore was because I I didn't use lube on it. So that's probably why it's horror because we were doing some really, really wild and aggressive shit. I mean, this was like one of those 
workout fucking sessions that you have. So anyways, long story short, we had a good time. Okay. I go home and then like literally like two days later, um, you know, I go in the shower, I get out, I'm drying myself and I start seeing like some like white shit coming out of my dick. Okay. And I was like, the fuck is that? You know? And uh, I was like, okay, whatever. I wiped it up. And then the next day, you know, I do my workouts, I shower. And then, you know, I start seeing more stuff, you know, like starting to ooze out. And then I'm kind of thinking in my head, like the fuck? I was like, is this a fucking disease? And so, um, I was like, okay. And then like towards the end of that night, you know, I started having like a burn a slight burning sensation when i would uh urinate and it kind of felt like a like a, a uti a bladder infection whatever you call it and i've only had like a uti maybe once or twice in my life and so i always you know whenever i felt that you know like that slight burning sensation when i pee i always said to myself okay i could just gotta drink more water you know uh, so anyways, I drank a whole bunch of water, right? And then, uh, like the next day, like my shit was burning. I was like, fuck. I was like, I got something. You know what it is for some of you, any of y'all who have ever had an STD and you, you got the STD that has symptoms. You're like, that's the first thought that pops in your head is fuck. She got me. <laughs> she got me. God damn it. She got me. Right. And so I was like, shit, 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 shit. And so anyways, uh, long story short, uh, you guys, uh, I went in, I got it checked out and I uh, had uh, gonorrhea. And so and then I was kind of scared, too, uh, of the other stuff. I was like, well, you know, uh, I hope I didn't catch, you know, uh, <laughs> anything, you know, AIDS or something like that from this chick. Right. And so, you know, I did a full panel and, you know, I came up clean and clear for everything else, which, you know, thank God, you know, and, you know, thank God I caught, you know, one of those curable type of diseases. Right. And so anyways, I took my pill and uh, what was prescribed to me and um, it was really, really embarrassing, you know, because I got to tell my wife about that. And, you know, I tell her, you know, the situation of what happened and, you know, she's kind of like give me a look, you know, because she kind of halfway doesn't believe uh, what I say when I said that I was using protection in a tour, you know, she's kind of looking at me like, uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Negro. <laughs> that was the type of look she was giving me. So anyways, she, uh, got tested and she was clean. Yeah. Which was good, you know? Um, so, uh, anyways, I, uh, I, I, I forgot what the span was, but you're not supposed to have sex for like 10 days or seven days, uh, after you stop showing symptoms, after you take the antibiotic I, I forget what it was but anyways um towards the end of that period i actually uh i, I went to a get together it was uh, with a bunch of lifestyle people and so you know it was a get together you know just like a you know movie night uh where people were hanging around and so um you know i just wanted to hang out with folks right and actually this was probably three days after i took the pill right and so uh, anyways, there's this one girl that was up there and she was really, really onto me. Right. And so, uh, uh, um, and I mean, I was kind of like, eh, I wasn't really that much into her personally, but 
whatever, you know, she was cool. So anyways, like, uh, long story short, you know, I was getting up to leave and, you know, she had been flirting with me all night long and whatnot. And so anyways, man, uh, she followed me to my car and then, you know, she was like, you know, basically like, uh, confronted me <laughs> and put her arms where I could have moved nowhere and, you know, started kissing on my neck and, you know, on the ears and, you know, you know, Doc Chocolate is a little bit uh, sensitive behind the ears. That's my weak point. Uh, so <laughs> don't be using that against me, ladies. And so anyways, uh, you know, she uh, she uh, puts her hand down into my drawers and, you know, she's like, uh, you know, started giving me a hand job, and you know she's feeling on the uh, feeling on the boys and whatnot, and yeah, you know I'm getting aroused and whatnot, and you know she's like, uh, Neil and me, uh, I forgot what the hell she said, but anyways, she wanted to uh, suck my dick, okay, and you know at that moment in life. <laughs> You have a decision to make. You have the decision to make whether you're going to be a responsible human being and say no <laughs> or you just, you know, let the chick suck your dick. OK. And I chose the first one. You know, I'm not a bad human being, I don't think. And so I was like, uh, no, you know, I tried making up some bullshit story, you know, um, and this girl, she could not fathom why I would not let her suck my dick. You know, because I mean, like in, in all cases, like if this was like any other day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Suck away. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> the only other reason why I probably wouldn't let a girl uh, woman go down on me is, you know, if, you know, let's say I just did a number two. OK. You know, I'm very OCD. Uh, you guys and ladies who have been listening to this probably know this about me. I'm OCD. So if I just had like a bowel movement or something like that, you know, like, yeah, I need to take a shower before you do stuff like that. You know, if I just took a piss, then, you know, I want to make sure, you know, I, you know, I wipe my shit down with some soap and water. You know, I don't want, you know, somebody putting my dick in the mu- uh, their mouth and, you know, I just took a piss, <laughs> you know, no, that's uh, whack. But anyways, um, uh, she wanted to suck my dick and I was like, no, no, no. I was giving her all types of bullshit excuses. And, you know, she's like, oh, you know, telling other people like something's wrong with Doc because, you know, he would have let me suck his dick, you know. And uh, that actually made me look good in the group that we were in because we were like in a kick group because like all the women were like, wow, he he didn't let you suck his dick. <laughs> wow. You're just throwing yourself at him. And wow. <laughs> and, you know, those other ladies, uh, they started desiring me more. You know, y'all females are funny with that. So. So anyways, <laughs> just a funny story I thought I would tell. But anyways, uh, I, after that point, you guys, I didn't play for probably a good month, month and a half after that. You know, it was like I was traumatized by what I had caught. You know, and I was like, I don't want to fuck around and, you know, catch something from, you know, one of these people out here. You know, that's what I was thinking in my head. And so, you know, uh, but yeah, I got back in, obviously. Right. And um, another good thing that happened out of that is I do frequently get uh, tested for STDs and STIs. You know, I think that's very, very important for anybody that's operating, operating in the lifestyle. And I think that you should try to do it at least three, four times a year, you know, if you're playing frequently along with uh, using protection. Okay. But that's just me. You know, you guys will do whatever y'all want to do. Um, 
And then also during that year in uh, 2018, um, I did start, uh, me, uh, Caramel and myself, we did start having some marital issues. And, you know, since that point, we did uh, rectify it. But uh, it's one of those things where if you're with somebody for a long time, there are going to be ups and downs that you have. And with us uh, at that point, you know, we had been together for uh, 18 years. So uh, this year, this is our 22nd year being together. But, um, yeah, we went through some really, really bad times in our marriage. And uh, I was at fault for a lot of things. Uh, there was, you know, a bit of fault for on her. But uh, um, I'm male chauvinistic, so I typically believe I gravitate towards, you know, it's usually the man's fault. <laughs> That's just I'm male chauvinistic about that. I believe that uh, we're in control of certain things and um, uh usually were the catalyst for issues in a, in a relationship. Okay. So, um, matter of fact, y'all people that are in FLRs, female later relationships, uh, Google Gmail me at, uh, bulls and queens at gmail.com and let me know what your thoughts are. Okay. But anyways, um, I found out that, you know, I, I did need depression medication. So, uh, I've been on depression medication ever since, uh, 2018. So for the past four years and it's really, really helped me. And I think that's something that everybody should look into. You got to make sure you take care of your mental health. Okay. I especially speak towards my black people because black people as a whole, uh, we tend to not want to, uh, seek mental help or deal with our mental issues. And then I also speak to the male gender as well, because males as a whole tend to not get mental help for depression or anxiety or whatever other things are out there. Okay. Uh, and males, it doesn't matter whether you're black male, white male, Latino male, Asian male, whatever. Okay. Um, uh, us guys, we can be hard headed. <laughs> so I'm, I am hard headed. I am the first one to admit it. I am hard headed. Uh, women are typically more intelligent in areas like that, taking care of themselves than we are. Okay. And then black people as a whole. All right. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're male or female, black people as a whole, they view typically tend to view, uh, depression and mental health and mental illness as a taboo subject to not be talked about. You know, compared to our white counterparts, uh, white folks uh, are definitely <laughs> typically are the ones who uh, seek uh, medical uh, resolution for their mental issues, you know, which I applaud. All right. Uh, that being said, you guys. Um, and then on top of that, I was going through uh, financial issues as well in 2018 with my businesses. All right. So 2018 was a horrible year for me. So I took a break. All right. Because uh, like me, when issues are happening all around me and I, it feels like I'm fighting a war or a battle, I don't want to fuck. I don't want to have sex. Like some people are the exact opposite where when troubles happen, it like dries up their sexual nature and their uh, sexual freakiness. But me. I'm the total opposite. If like shit is happening all around me, like I, I do not want to fuck. I have no type of desire to touch a vagina or lick a nipple. All right. Uh, so <laughs> so, you know, if I'm uh, out here fucking a lot, you guys and ladies, that things are going fairly well in my life. <laughs> and then um, so I took a break in 2018. And then in 2020, you know, like most of you, I took a break because of uh, COVID. 
So I think I only linked up with maybe three new ladies that year, I want to say. And uh, yeah, and I, I took a break. OK, but regardless, ladies and gents, um, you will likely take a break if you're in the lifestyle for any length of time. OK, and some of the things that you want to consider taking a break from the lifestyle for are if you are dealing with mental health issues or if you do have uh, family issues, like let's say you're going through marital issues with your husband or your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Maybe there's something happening with the kids and you need to focus on them, right? Uh, mental health comes before the lifestyle. Your family comes before the lifestyle, all right? Maybe something's happening with your money, all right? Your money's funny. Your credit can't get it. Your cash is trash, right? Take care of your money, okay? Being broke sucks, all right? And you look a lot sexier when you're making money, okay? So if you need to stop fucking to start earning then do so. So focus on your business, your work, and your money. Money first, all right? Money first. Money before honey, all right? Maybe you're dealing with overall burnout because maybe you've been like going out here like a two-testicled bandit and you've been fucking every uh, person from... <laughs> Walla Walla, Washington to Miami, Florida. Okay. And your dick is just burned out. Okay. Take, you're mentally burned out. Take, take a break. Okay. If you're not feeling it, you don't have to fuck just because you're a, a male. Okay. And you don't have to uh, have sex just because you're a female either. You know, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. All right. Maybe you're going through confusion or uncertainty about whether you want to continue in the lifestyle. OK, take a break. OK, sometimes uh, that's one thing that can help a lot of people is, you know, just take a break. Take a one month or two month, six month break. All right. And reassess. You're doing the lifestyle because it's making your life better. You don't want to do the lifestyle because like it's a fucking job. That's whack. All right. And then don't worry about taking a break and your community leaves you because we all have community for the most part. And yeah, you know, you had that group of friends. Uh, most lifestylers have a, at least a small group of friends who are, you know, a part of your community, you know, people that you may hang out with. All right. If you don't have that type of community, then I would advise you to get one like that. But um uh, some people want to stay in because they don't want to get isolated away from that community of people. But if they are your true friends, then trust me, they will be there for you regardless of whether your lifestyle or not or taking a break. And if they are not there for you, then guess what? They're not your friends. Boom. So Doc Chocolate here. I am your podcast therapist for the day. <laughs> Let me not even use that word. Somebody's going to sue me. I, 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 I can already see it. I like fear getting sued. Uh, so I am not your podcast therapist, but I play one on TV. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you have any questions, make sure you get at me, bullsandqueens at gmail.com or use a contact form on my website at bullsandqueens.com. Peace and God bless you guys and stay sexy. 
Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party, make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.